Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hey, this is Greg. Thanks for joining me today. As we begin our prayer and reading today, let's start off by taking a moment to pause, be still, and be aware of God's presence. Take a moment to share with the Lord where we're at, what we're thinking and feeling, as well as thank Him for all that He's done, is doing, and will do. prayer for the renewal of life. O God, the King Eternal, whose light divides the day from the night and turns the shadow of death into the morning, drive far from us all wrong desires, incline our hearts to keep your law, and guide our feet into the way of peace, that having done your will with cheerfulness during the day, we may, when night comes, rejoice to give you thanks. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Lord, as I read your words in Scripture, I ask, Holy Spirit, that you lead me and give me understanding. Lord, I ask that you would draw near and meet with me and lead me into your kingdom today. We're going to be reading from Isaiah chapter 17, verses 1 through 14. An oracle concerning Damascus. Behold, Damascus will cease to be a city and will become a heap of ruins. The cities of Aror are deserted. They will be for flocks, which will lie down and none will make them afraid. The fortress will disappear from Ephraim and the kingdom from Damascus. And the remnant of Syria will be like the glory of the children of Israel, declares the Lord of hosts. And in that day the glory of Jacob will be brought low, and the fat of his flesh will grow lean. And it shall be as when the reaper gathers standing grain, and his arm harvests the ears. And as when one gleans the ears of grain in the valley of Rephaim, gleanings will be left in it, as when an olive tree is beaten, two or three berries in the top of the highest bow, four or five on the branches of a fruit tree, declares the Lord God of Israel. In that day man will look to his Maker, and his eyes will look on the Holy One of Israel. He will not look to the altars, the work of his hands, and he will not look on what his own fingers have made, either the Asherim or the altars of incense. In that day their strong cities will be like the deserted places of the wooded heights and the hilltops, 
which they deserted because of the children of Israel, and there will be desolation. For you have forgotten the God of your salvation, and have not remembered the rock of your refuge. Therefore, though you plant pleasant plants and sow the vine branch of, of a stranger, though you make them grow on the day that you plant them and make them blossom in the morning that you sow, yet the harvests will flee away in a day of grief and incurable pain. Ah, the thunder of many peoples, they thunder like the thundering of the sea. Ah, the roar of nations, they roar like the roaring of mighty waters. The nations roar like the roaring of many waters, but he will rebuke them, and they will flee far away. Chased like chaff on the mountains before the wind, and whirling dust before the storm. At evening time, behold, terror, before morning they are no more. This is the portion of those who loot us, and the lot of those who plunder us. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As I reflect on this scripture, I'm reminded that God, who is the giver of all good things, will be sure to preserve his people, and he will lead them to ultimately worship him. Our loving Father truly is the giver of all good things, both physical and spiritual, tangible and intangible. He gives us bread, energy, clothing, and a covering over our heads. He says that these things are essential for us as He, as his created beings. And he's not utilitarian in that he just provides these things for us, but he has created us to actually enjoy them, to enjoy the taste of food, to enjoy a drink, so and feel the softness of fabric and the colors of cloth, the warmth of a home and the goodness of a chair. But God has also directed that these physical things, while good and pure and means of worship, are not ultimate things. As both the Old and New Testaments teach that we cannot take anything physical with us into the next life. Physical things are not ultimate things. And that is what God is teaching the people of Damascus in this chapter. God is correcting and recalibrating their allurement to all things physical. To their dependence and adoration of their physical stuff. God is bringing devastation to them for a purpose. Not just because he wants to see them suffer. No, He's bringing physical destruction in order for verses 7 through 10 to be fulfilled. Verse 7, In that day man will look to his maker, and his eyes will look on the Holy One of Israel. He will not look to the altars, the work of his hands, and he will not look on what his own fingers have made, either the Asherim or the altars of incense. In that day their strong cities will be like deserted places of the wooded heights and the hilltops, which they deserted because of the children of Israel, and there will be desolation. For you have forgotten the God of your salvation, and have not remembered the rock of your refuge. God is bringing correction to their dependence upon physical things, so that they would not drift away from him, that they would turn their eyes back upon him in worship and true dependence. So, in reflection today, let's take a moment to thank the Lord for the good and physical things that he's given to us, but also let's ask him to keep our eyes steadfast upon him alone. Let's thank the Lord for the good and physical things he's given and ask him to keep our eyes steadfast upon him today.
Lord, thanks for the things that you have given to us. Thanks for the chair that I'm sitting in. Thanks for the clothes that are on my back. Thanks for the gifts that you have bestowed generously upon us. And Lord, thank you that these physical means show us your love and show us how you have provided for us. Lord, we're thankful for Jesus who has gone before us and and given to us every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, as Ephesians 1 would say. Lord, thank you that we have true spiritual inheritance. And Lord, I pray that we would not be a people who see the spiritual and the physical as as in, in war and intention, uh, Lord, but that we know that you are the, the giver of all good things. Lord, and we look for the day that we will see you with our physical eyes. We will see you with a new body and a new heavens and a new earth, and that we will be one uh, as a people, and we will be your people in, 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 a, in a renewed flesh, uh, in a renewed kingdom. So, Lord, keep our eyes focused on you today uh, and the world that is to come, so that through our lives and by our prayers, your kingdom would come.